Welcome to Alphabet Fly, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today, returning for the week before 200th episode, Rob London. Hello. Yes, I'm like the uh, I'm like the sort of second in command guy in an action movie. You you fight me, and then that's the precursor to fighting the main guy. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. It's, it's it's subconscious each time. I don't know why. Like I think you've literally was before like my last two <laughs> like uh, stepping things. I'm 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 uh, I'm the herald of anniversaries. I'm like the Silver Surfer. Although I mean I'm I or like the Watcher. Yeah, I'm really more. Li- oh yeah, yeah. I show up when something important's about to happen, and uh, we also have the same hairline. Yes, and uh, and Except, hat size. Uh, but you don't have the role where you don't get involved in things, but clearly get involved in things. And so, also, I like, look terrible in a toga. Uh-huh. I mean, I'll I'll be the judge of that. Anyway, we got we got to speed this along. I have to introduce uh, some issues of what if. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> what if the Green Goblin had cosmic power? Ooh, well, <laughs> I don't know. That would probably be a bad one. It just replaces Pumpkin Glider with a with a surfboard. That's it. Ah, oh, yeah. I mean, th- that's just Spider-Man 3, where he replaces the Goblin Glider with a surfboard. Uh, I guess what would happen is that movie would be bad. And I and, and I know I've brought up this again. I brought up this before. But I don't think that Spider-Man 3 is bad. I think it's mediocre. Yeah, it's... Different. It, it has its moments. But Ex- it doesn't yes. quite hold together. All they needed to do was drop one of the storylines, and it probably would have been better. Yeah, like, maybe, like, two villains tops. Don't have three of them. Yeah, but, you know, whatever. We're getting that Venom movie, which Uh, is a thing that is happening. Yep, that is a thing indeed. Don't know what they're doing with that at all. By the way, just just so people know why I'm not talking about the thing, I love Lockjaw, which is the subject today. Lockjaw, the best dog in the universe, but not much to talk about with Lockjaw. <laughs> so I'm using this as an airing out episode. No, I mean, I mean, Lockjaw. I mean, well, there is something interesting here because the uh, origin given to Lockjaw in this uh, issue has been completely retconned. Well, y- yes, we'll, we'll get to that, but I've but there's been a lot of Marvel stuff happening lately. Uh there has indeed. Yes, so there has been a Venom uh Venom teaser trailer that came out. Doesn't have a lot of Venom in it. Well, okay. So, okay, here's the thing. It's a teaser trailer. I'm not supposed to get you interested. I don't even need to see Venom. I just need to know what the movie is. I don't need to see that it's just going to be a generic action film. It could have just been a generic action film starring Tom Hardy. I mean, it is a teaser, but, you know, we got that Han Solo teaser. That's got Han Solo in it. It's got Lando in it. It's got the Millennium Falcon. It's got Chewbacca. Well, This has Tom Hardy and his questionable New York accent. You know, I don't even care. I don't care. Like, I don't know what they're going for, because if... Because if it's not going to be directly tied to the Tom Holland, yeah, I mean, what's the Spider-Man? point of doing? Like, Venom is not that interesting in him in himself. And I say this as a guy who read a lot of '90s Venom comics. So here, here is my thing, and you will probably agree with this. 
Venom by himself, not super interesting. He's better as a side character or as a foil to Spider-Man. Yeah. Now, I do really enjoy Agent Venom. But the only reason why that is something that is good by itself, him good by himself, is because of the context. Yeah, and, and also that's Flash Thompson, who is a more interesting character than Eddie Brock. Yes, and, and like, and that's why it's because it's first off a more interesting character. Second off, like you get the cons, the you get the like former bully turned hero, um, you know, lost his legs and decided to infest himself with a symbiote in order to help his country again and get his legs back. Interesting story. Also, as I like to call him, he's like fun murder Spider Man. Yes. And that's that's fu- they're like the only reason that it has any like umph to it is because of context, and they don't won't have any context to this movie. I don't understand. I don't understand why they're putting even going to think why they even like want to put it out. Besides a cash in on like Sony's like success with with homecoming yeah well get ready because there's also that black cat silver sable movie coming out oh the person everyone loves silver sable i mean i love silver sable but i'm aware that i'm not most people well yes and like as a person who is aware of silver sable does not stand out in my mind when i think about comic books (laughs) like yeah i can think of a million and a half other people before Silver Sable, before I'd be like, yeah, that's a that's a like a C list character we should put on the screen. Yeah, like the Jester would be better before. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, speaking of somewhat questionable uh, on screen comic book adaptations, uh, Lockjaw, Lockjaw, who was in the famously critically acclaimed. And Marvel's Inhuman show. Yeah, I, I did watch that. It's uh, it's not great. Uh, it I like Lockjaw in it. Well, it's hard not to like Lockjaw because he's the best boy in the universe. There is a pretty amusing scene where he gets hit by a car and they have to take him to a very confused veterinarian. Although I do want you to look at his picture in this one. Oh yes. he looks he looks like an old he looks like an old man with a mustache. I mean, he's kind of always got that mustache. I mean, well, yes, but he doesn't look like a dog per se. He looks like he has like a humid face on a dog. No, body. it kind of looks like you crossed a dog with Wilfred Brimley. Yes, that's what. Like it, he looks very much like an old man. And uh, that art in particular is by Bob Budiansky. Um, best known, uh, probably to Transformers fans as the guy who wrote the first 60 odd issues of the Transformers series and also came up with like a ton of their names and personalities and backstories, uh, for, uh, for Hasbro. Yeah. So Lockjaw is, I think he is a very great character. I like him better. I am not a huge fan of. I guess the Inhumans as a group, really, because it gets like kind of boring. They're okay. They're, see, they're solidly okay, and that's why it's boring. Yeah, I mean, me. you can do good things with them. I think um, uh, this is sort of going to come up later, but the uh, current ongoing Black Bolt series by Saladin Ahmed and Christian Ward is very good. Oh, really? Yes. Hmm. I kind of stay away from Black Bolt stuff. 
So I don't know why. It's just I like Medusa better. I mean, he he gets sent to space jail with the Absorbing Man. Ooh, and it's, that's interesting. It is I like very the good, man. Okay, I'll look into that one. Yeah, yeah I, I still need to look into the uh, Jerry Duggan helmed uh, Guardians of the Galaxy because because I like Jerry Duggan. Oh yeah, that's that's a good series. Got all yeah. got all sorts of Darkhawks in it. I heard though that it's done something that I hate, and they brought back the six one six Logan. In that one. Am uh, I right? Yes. The, he's tied into this whole sort of Infinity Countdown crossover. Mm, that better just be a time gem in his hand. Then. Yeah, I mean, it's some, I, I can never keep track of which one is which. They, it better be, because I, I, we do not need two Logans. I mean, I assume that they'll be sending old man Logan off to the, uh, you know, the old folks home. I I just still want Laura to have a chance to actually get a better writer or a better series mm. than not better writer. It's just a better better received series because mm. like she's pretty cool in her series. It's yeah. just like I want the legacy part of legacy mm. to be true. Yeah, but whatever. <sighs> they seem to be keeping with like Amadeus Chow and oh yeah, he's he's sticking around. Although I think the Okay, let's talk about the best boy in the universe. Yes. So, Lockjaw has an unrevealed real name, <laughs> like, apparently. <laughs> he has a secret dog name. Well, as you're going to see, this was written at a very strange time for Lockjaw. Oh, are they doing what I thought it, I think they're doing? I w- read through oh, the thing, and I will explain. I know I just read it's only like one paragraph and I just read it and what? No, I don't like that. That's bad. It didn't last for long. No, just make him a dog. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm going to tell him why and then I'm going to going to tell the people why. So, he's a companion to the royal family of inhumans. Um he's a he's a citizen of Atlantis. Uh, uh, Atlanta, uh, Ad- Ad- Adelan, Adelan, Atlanta. He's also a planet. I mean, he he lives in Atlanta on his days off. He can teleport <laughs> yeah, he around can t- the galaxy. Actually, we now know that he lives in Jersey City on his off days. Oh yeah, actually, he does live in the U.S. on his days off because yeah. he's essentially like Miss Marvel's. Like, yeah, he's kind of keeping an eye on her for the uh, the other Inhumans. Yeah, like he's kind of like yo, I'm like I'm not your pet or anything. I'm actually helping you out. Yep, just dropping just in. The- just dropping in and being like, "Yo, are you gonna be? Are you embigging in well enough?" And she's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I am. I'm also going to be part of a." So there's one paragraph. I'm just going to go through it. Yep, I'll explain. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna react later. And I'm let's just say I'm glad that this was retconned. Almost nothing has been revealed about Lockjaw's early history. I mean, I thought he'd probably be a very cute puppy, but apparently. 1989 version was it uh, uh, however it is now known that Lockjaw was not a, truly is not truly a gigantic dog as he appears to be but what are the inhumans themselves and possesses human level intelligence Lockjaw can even speak through great difficulty uh, apparently Lockjaw originally had a humanoid form as a child and as he was placed within the mutagen, uh, mutagenic pterogen mist, as the other Inhumans are, 
um, he got turned into a dog that can teleport. And it also gave him, like, behavioral tendencies and instincts of a dog. And I want to cry, because this makes the note, this doesn't make sense, and I hate it. I mean, this makes the Inhumans seem like very bad people. Yeah, like, no, we're, no, we're this, we just made this person into our pet. Well, well, let's, well, first off, the Inhuman Society, or well, the whole Inhuman Society, monstrous, because it's basically eugenics. Yeah. Caste system, which makes them bad. Also, they had a slave race called the, um... The Alpha Primitives. Called the Alpha Primitives, and, you know, maybe don't have a slave race. Yeah. All right, so... Maybe not. So this came from an... uh, This came from an issue of The Thing that was written by uh, John Byrne. And, uh, so, so Quicksilver used to be married to Crystal of the Inhumans. And they had a daughter who, I guess, inhuman and mutant kind of canceled each other out. So she was just like a little girl. And so they were thinking, you know, okay, so we're going to, you know, expose her to the Terrigen Mists, as is the way of the Inhumans. And then all of a sudden, Lockjaw's all, hey, whoa, hey, think twice about that, because I used to be a person. And then I went through Terrigenesis, and now I'm a, a, a huge dog. So uh maybe think about that again. So that, and after that issue was written, uh this... Uh, this profile was written. Uh, but then shortly yeah. afterwards, uh, in an issue of X Factor written by Peter David, and Peter David and John Byrne famously do not get along. Uh, it was revealed that in fact Lockjaw is just a dog, and that Karnak and Gorgon were using ventriloquism to mess with Quicksilver. Good old Peter David. At that point and not now. Anyway, so, and recently in the aforementioned Black Bolt series, we do learn, uh, like Lockjaw's origin is like an inhuman experiment with dogs. And we like see like puppy Lockjaw. And I bet it's adorable. Yes. And he but- has a, a mini series coming out. <gasps> yeah. Notice that. I hope it's as good as like the Groot series that came out. Yeah. It's by that, uh, by that Daniel Kibblesmith guy who I mostly know from Twitter, but he's pretty funny. Uh, Daniel Kibblesmith, yeah. also known that, and uh, uh, also known as the uh, a dog's best friend. Yes. Oh boy, I never even thought Kibble dogs, of course. So, so Lockjaw is one hundred percent a dog. Yeah, Lockjaw is one hundred percent a dog, and if anyone says otherwise, including this book, I'm going to beat them up. No, no, they they like just established that he is one hundred percent a dog, and they are not going down that alley again. They better not. They can't. They can't. I'm like it hurts my soul <laughs> to know that this was a thing. It hurts my soul that I had to read that. <laughs> you know what? The, you know what the, could have been. He was such a great little puppy, and then he got terrigen mist, and then he was just like, "Woof, woof!" I could teleport. That's all that it should have been. I mean, that pretty much is his origin now. Yes, and because because you know what, he's a good boy, and he can teleport. Yeah, and he's a real smart boy. In fact, I recently read that uh, or reread that uh, Paul Jenkins J. Lee Inhumans miniseries, and they sort of do a thing where every uh, issue is from a different character's perspective, and there is one issue that is all Lockjaw, and it's great. I bet it's adorable. It is adorable. I mean, it's J. Lee, so it's not that adorable, but the writing is adorable. Because you know what's adorable? Lockjaw. Because he's such a good boy. He is the best boy. He's the best boy. And he can teleport across galaxies. <laughs> yes, with his head fork. 
He has a head fork that's and he can teleport and he's the best boy. That's all you need to know. <laughs> and anything else is a lie. <laughs> uh. uh so he's like five foot tall at the shoulder. He's like around seven foot tall from From muzzle to hawk. I love that. Muzzle to, I like that. He weighs he he weighs uh twelve hundred pounds. <laughs> Um, he has the Marvel male uh, combo of uh, brown eyes, brown hair. Yes, I mean that's <laughs> that's a lot of dogs, though. Well, well, that's a lot of dogs, but it's also like almost every dude that isn't like, oh, like most generic dudes in the Marvel universe has brown hair, brown eyes. Although there are I a lot of bl- that. there are a lot of blonde dudes. There's a lot of blonde dudes, but for I'm not talking about like generic like side characters, like characters that. Are like super side characters. Okay, so like like your Foggy Nelsons. Yes, or or your um or your Hannibal Kings. Oh yeah, yeah, or whatever and stuff like that. Like they're brown hair, brown eyes. Like I'm like I'm eventually what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go through and just make a lot of stats <laughs> and just see because that's one thing I'm noticing. It's brown hair, brown eyes is is where it's at apparently. <laughs> um. His unusual feature, he's a big he's a big boy who's the best. <laughs> I mean, unusual feature. <laughs> no, I'm fe- joking. Yeah, they mentioned unusual features. He has a two-pronged antenna as opposed to unusual feature. He's a half-pound, he's a half-ton dog. He's, he's, a, he's a real big boy who's real strong and is wonderful. Who deserves all the belly rubs. I mean, that's a lot of belly to rub. It's a lot of belly to rub, and I bet he enjoys it. Oh, I'm sure. He can teleport, like he can just teleport, like a lot. There's a lot of there's a lot of writing here about how he can teleport. I mean that that's his thing. He's yeah, it's his thing, and he's also a dog, so he can like he can smell things. But he's a special dog. Yes. He can smell things across like interdimensionally and across and like like from real long places mm-hmm. and everything. And also. If you want to know one of my favorite panels of pre-Bendis ruining uh, um, Guardians of the Galaxy um, things, it's whenever he, it's whatever Lockjaw and then humans went to nowhere, and Cosmo walks, and Cosmo uh, is like kind of looking at him. It says like, "God," because he's oh, just yes. a big dog. It's so good. All right, that's in like I mean, the War of Kings or whatever crossover. That is that is a good bit. It's a good bit, and I love it, because Cosmo is also a great dog. I don't think he deserves this mealy belly rubs, though, because he kind of creeps me out a little bit, but what's whatever. <laughs> but, but he's a good dog, too. And a good boy deserves, a, deserves all the belly rubs. And, and, if, and if Lockjaw was the god of dogs, I would, I would worship him. <laughs> because he's the best. So I think we're pretty much done. Yeah, I think talk that. about Lockjaw because, like, really summation. He's a really good dog. Yes, not a not like, a person, not a person. He's a really good dog who can teleport, and he has lots of fun adventures. And even even when everyone around is being like, "Oh no, we're, we're having a big old roar because like Black Bolt detonated a Terrigen mess bomb," like he's just like, "I'm a dog, wolf, wolf," and he's great. <laughs> And right now he and he also like kind of checks up on Miss Marvel every once in a while, and they have fun adventures together as well. Yes, and it's also a reminder that the Inhumans are a garbage people who do lots of genetic experiments and eugenics. So, 
let's just let's just bring that in perspective because he's t- he because uh, apparently he's a uh, experiment which is don't experiment on dogs even if they're even if they turn big and it can teleport afterwards just don't let them be dogs you know let them be dogs yes but that's but that's what this but uh if we if if we walk away from this episode doing anything well, actually, no. This is not the end of the episode. So, yeah, what do you have to plug? All right. So, I am on uh, Stasis Pod, uh, which is a podcast in transition. We have just finished up Transformers Animated, and we'll soon be moving on to Transformers Prime. Ooh. So, you can get in on that one on the ground floor and, of course, consume our voluminous back catalog. And, of course, I uh, I also uh, work for the Marvel Handbook team, where uh, we've got all sorts of irons in the fire right now, but we are not doing anything I can talk about right now. Ooh. Well, um, my name is Jesse. If you'd like to hear me talk about Creepy Critters, a.k.a. Cryptids, um, you can listen to my other podcast called Creepy Critters. Uh, I'm pretty sure that... The next month is going to be a themed month of uh, of uh, creepy cuties, where it's all cute, harmless uh, critters, cryptids. So that's something. I'm going to be talking about a hedgehog that has fairy wings and does nothing but just sits around and be pretty. <laughs> so you can listen to that. And uh, I will eventually start doing stuff on Instagram for this podcast because it turns out that's easier than me doing a facebook group and real low effort so yeah um i'll post stuff on there about this i guess with the pictures of the people i'm talking about so that's something and that's pretty much it so thank you for listening and uh, maybe you and Conchu can pet, just pat a good boy's belly, just like a lot, just like you know, like do the thing where you're like, where you're like you're moving their belly and they're getting like real excited, but like with the with lockjaw. Well, I'm gonna say that uh, Moon Knight, he not only is he like connected to ancient Egypt, but also used to date Tigra, so I think he's more of a cat person. But I mean, Conchu is also probably a cat person, and also he got to start fighting a werewolf by night, who's famously uh, named after a dog, Jack Russell. Yeah. So, well, Moon Knight, uh, cat well, person. Okay, so, may you, well, I mean, you and Conchu totally got, like, a little puppy and a little kitten, because, you know, because you guys, you guys been in a relationship for a little bit, so, you know, maybe fat that dog's belly, and don't do experiments on it. The, <laughs> so, bye! <laughs>